Welcome to Never Stop Building, where we discuss all things business, growth, and leveling up to become the most elite version of yourself. We're here to challenge fear and shatter doubt. Let's dive in. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Stop Building. I'm your host, Sam Kaufman. Pumped to have you listening today. Uh, today's episode this episode is going to cover kind of a few things. And um, the message today, in my head, it feels like it's all over the place. And I- I'm sure it's probably not. But if it is, so be it. But one of the things that I really, really want to talk about today um, for you all is the reality of the business landscape shifting. For the last couple of years, we've had this situation um, now I've been in business for uh, almost 10 years, um, admittedly all inside of a, a relatively good economy, right? Um, but not the first first five or six years of my business experience was nothing like what's been going on the last three years, 2020, 2021, and 2022 specifically for a lot of businesses. And I'm noticing this trend among business owners. Um, their expectations are wildly outside of reality. Expectations about uh, sales, process, and objection overcoming. Expectations of compensation for skill set. Expectations of lead generation and lead flow for the price they're paying for the leads. Expectations of new business showing up out of nowhere without having to have any sort of referral or prospecting strategy whatsoever or paying good money for advertising. Expectations that cash was just going to continue to be freely available at all times. Expectations that um, the labor market would continue to improve and improve and improve. Uh, And from an entrepreneurial standpoint, I think expectations that our employees wouldn't ever have to experience the difficulty that comes when the economy changes, when the landscape changes, when the money dries up a little bit, when it becomes harder to close, when it becomes more important to make a profit and not just knock out top line revenue. I've been saying this for a couple of months now. And, uh, you know, I'm experiencing some of this in my own business. Difficult decisions, difficult conversations, compensation plans changing with certain roles. And um, because what worked a year ago isn't working for everybody now. And if you want to scale your company, the reality of the situation is that you have to look at things beyond the immediate today decision. And a lot of decisions have been made in a lot of businesses over the last couple of years that only, only were based in the today short-term benefit, overpaying people to come on quicker, overcomping in sales plans at times, not everybody, um, over-recruiting to handle an influx in business that was unhandleable. Right. So growing too fast versus growing slowly and healthily. 
And what I'm watching is a lot of people being incapable of admitting that things are changing and accepting that the landscape has shifted and being willing to accept the consequences of some, I don't even want to say bad or poor decision-making, but we make decisions with the information that we have in the moment. When you have a three-year-long stretch of what I'm really considering a, a faux economic boom, which is what happened because it was it was not in any way, shape, or form standard. It has never happened before in history. It will more than likely never happen again that way. Um, you know, the whole situation from 2020 really shifted everything to an unpredictable level. It had never happened before. There was no information to lean on. There was no past data to analyze. It was like the Wild West of entrepreneurship and business. Everybody was winging it. Lots of people were winning at a high, high, high level. Some of it undeserved. Lots of people were losing. Some of it undeserved. And vice versa. Some people were winning at a high level, well-deserved, and some people were losing well-deserved. But the truth was there was no data to analyze to make these decisions easier, better, faster, stronger. We were all out there, all of us making the best decisions we had with the information that we had. But it's 2023 now and the landscape has shifted back, not just back to where it started, but behind the curve of the starting point to begin with. I'm not talking doom and gloom, recession this, blow up this, liquidity crisis that. I'm not talking about any of that shit. I don't care about any of that. What I'm specifically referring to is that adjustments have to be made for a lot of people. And for a lot of business leaders, sales reps, managers, general managers, business owners, C-suite executives, a lot of people are delaying decision-making, delaying the hard conversation. From a sales perspective, man... I've got so many coaching clients prospecting sales right now because one of the most common things I started hearing in February that didn't go away was leads are down, leads are down, leads are down, leads are down, leads are down. Yes, leads are down across the board. This is what happens when people become afraid to spend money. So what can you do to generate leads? Prospect. This is like the oldest, it's not even a trick. This is like, There's a difference between an order taker, somebody who waits for an inbound lead that can go and deliver a quote, overcome some objections and close a deal for somebody that already wants the service. So the way I look at at inbound lead generation versus referral business is inbound lead generation is the warmest lead that you're going to get for the service that you offer, but the coldest lead that you will get for your business specifically. A referral or a prospect lead is the coldest lead that you're going to get for your service, but the warmest lead you'll ever get for your company, for your business, for your brand. Because they already know, like, and trust you. Now you just have to convince them or educate them on why the service makes sense at this time. Versus an inbound Google PPC lead They already want the service. Generally, they're not calling. You get a couple window shoppers, but generally they're not calling for no reason. But they don't give a fuck about you. 
don't care about your brand. They don't care about your company. They Googled a service near me. They clicked on it. They called you when you didn't answer the phone. They called four other people. When you called back, you were the fourth appointment set up for next week. And they are shopping you around. So now you have to earn the branding, the know, the like, the trust, and educate on the service. I love Google PPC inbound leads. But there is a difference between a salesperson who can do both. And so I'm talking to a lot of business owners right now about implementing prospecting strategies for lead generation for people who are leads or not everybody's leads are down. Some people have a very healthy pipeline. The pipeline will also dry up though, as they always do, not to zero, but it's not going to be like it was for a little while. But there's a difference between an experienced, mature salesperson who knows how to prospect weekly, slowly develop relationships and build up a book of repeat and referral business that they never have to rely on the company for their leads ever again. They know how to create money versus somebody who takes inbound leads and inbound leads only and doesn't know what to do when there's not enough leads. They panic, worry about how they're going to get paid, worry about what to do next. Well, my answer to you, if you're in sales listening to this, is you should have spent the last five months spending two hours twice a week prospecting new business relationships. Go sit down at a Starbucks, go sit down in your office, start sending cold emails, start making cold phone calls, start dropping off sales materials, start shaking hands, start attending a networking event a month, and understand that you're not doing these things to close a job that day. You're doing these things to become an expert inside of your community for the service that you offer so that when the service becomes available in the prospect's mind, they think of you. This is a long-term strategy for people who are serious about sales for the long-term. People who want to earn more for a longer period of time. Those people know how to do both. And for the ones that don't, they are trying. I have a book I've read this book a few times. I have recommended this to countless clients. It's called New Sales Simplified, written by Mike Weinberg. The Essential Handbook for Prospecting and New Business Development. The person who recommended that book to me does $200 million a year in retail flooring sales across the country. I will repeat that. The person who recommended that book does $200 million a year in retail flooring sales. He told me that he requires every one of his sales team members to read it, and all of his sales team members are required to prospect weekly. And I will admit, I have not driven accountability behind prospecting on my own sales team. And, and I do regret that. We got busy. We had more leads than we knew what to do with. We had more inbound sales than we knew what to do with. I would bring it up every once in a while and say, are you doing this? No. Okay. Well, you should be. Hey, have you read this book yet? No. Well, okay. You should be. But I didn't really do my job as a leader with my own sales team in, 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 in making them do it by holding them accountable. So how can you hold somebody in sales accountable for prospecting? Well, two hours twice a week, maybe three hours twice a week. Great. Get an Excel spreadsheet and start tracking the contacts that you make. Start with something simple. I want you to make 50 
cold contacts a month. It's 12 a week on average, 13 maybe. Simple. Once they get better and better and better and better, they can make more new contacts every month. But inside the Excel spreadsheet, you're going to you will have them track their follow ups, what they talked about, when they talked. Who they reached out to. Whether the prospect is turning into a lead. This particular message is not supposed to be about prospecting and sales only. So buy the book, New Sales Simplified. Highly suggest you read it. I bought it years ago. Um, I loved it. I uh, was a prospect salesperson before I ever started my company. From the time I was 16 to basically 22, all of my sales jobs were prospect sales. I had never done inbound lead generated sales before. I did cold calling, door knocking, prospected business. Um, so reading the book confirmed a lot of things I had known to be true. But I have come to this realization that most people who have started businesses over the last couple of years have no experience generating their own revenue. And prospecting well literally prints money for a business. The message here in this call, as this business landscape continues to shift and change, um, so nobody's entitled to anything. Not the owner, not the general manager, not the sales team, not the subcontractors, not the managers, not the in-house teams, not the outsource companies. Nobody's entitled to anything. And a lot of companies right now are making a lot of very, very, very difficult decisions. Painful, sleepless night decisions. This particular time in business will separate the weak from the strong. This particular season in business requires you to become a wartime CEO. A CEO who never negotiates the standard. And if you're not a CEO, apply this in a way that works for you. Don't be an asshole. You're the CEO of your household. You're the CEO of your own life. You're the CEO of your health and fitness. You're the CEO. Just, just, just do that. Make it work for you. But it is time to become a wartime CEO, which means there is no room to negotiate the standards at all. There is no room to put up with unaccountability at all. There is no room to put up with lacking integrity at all. There is no room to put up with overcompensation or undercompensation. There is no room to not have data to make your decisions. There is no room for subjective decision-making whatsoever, emotion-based decision-making. See, a lot of us, me, me included, really good peacetime CEOs. I loved negotiating the standard and making people happy at my own expense. I loved making subjective decisions based on how I felt about something at my own expense. And it's easy to do that when the money just keeps flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing. 
But at some point, you have to grow up. Whether you work for a company, whether you own the company, it doesn't matter. Everybody that does not grow up right now. And I'm grateful I started this process a few years ago. You see, when the 2020 to 2022 boom happened, I got screwed. And I've shared this story with you guys, but I got screwed. And the first time I almost went bankrupt was right at the tail end of 2020 when everybody else was crushing it. Or at least that was my perspective. But when all that money was rolling around and everybody seemed to be doing great, I almost lost everything. And that changed my life. It completely reshaped me as a business owner. And I wouldn't say that I, I went right over to wartime CEO because I really struggled during that time. Really struggled to show up for myself. Really struggled to set, to set the standard. Really struggled not negotiating the standard. The, what changed was that I became blatantly and clearly aware that my inability to hold the standard, hold accountability, treat my people with accountability, enforce integrity, like my inability to do that was killing me and killing my business. That was the first time I became blatantly aware of that. But there's a lot of people out there that are about to get real hurt. Real hurt. What's going to separate them from the people who get hurt but don't lose is whether or not they quit. But everybody's out there having hard conversations right now. All of my coaching clients are having tough conversations, tough situations, tough decisions. It's going to shape them, though. They're going to be stronger, better, and faster on the side of it. I'm having hard conversations, tough decisions. I'm still a CEO, right? It's going to shape me, though, make me stronger, better, faster for the future. Because that's what happens. That's what happens when we endure the pain and the suffering that leaders have to endure. We become better for a situation for somebody else that we don't even know exists yet. We become able to help somebody down the road. So it's my job as a leader to survive all of the hard things that come my way because I am to be molded into a man who can help people survive hard things when they show up. I believe in my heart that's what makes a good coach, be it business or life. Is my willingness to walk through the fire that is in front of me so that I can get to the other side and turn around and tell you, hey, it's going to be okay. I'm going to show you how to walk through this. It's going to hurt like a motherfucker, but we're going to do it. I did it. I survived. You can survive too. So I don't know what hard decisions and difficult conversations you're avoiding right now. But here's the reality of the situation. You have two options. You can continue to avoid this hard, difficult decision today and have a much, much harder, much more difficult decision and conversation down the road. Or you can suck up your pride your feelings to the side and handle what needs to be handled right now. Make the objective decision that needs to be made. Become the man or woman that you know you're capable of being 
but are so scared of everybody else's opinion, perspective, and feelings. So at the end of the day, your responsibility is to you and your family and your fucking people, not to everybody else, not to the onlookers, not to the ones that aren't out there giving it their all. It's to you, your loved ones. That's your priority. If you continue to avoid the hard, difficult, challenging decisions and conversations, they will get harder, more difficult, and more challenging without a shadow of a doubt. They will never go away. And the problem that you are compounding this onto will get worse. So for anybody out there that is listening, feeling like, what is wrong with my business? What is wrong with my team? What is wrong in my house? What is wrong in my... You're not unique or special or alone. Lots of people are going through it right now. You have a responsibility to stand up and step out and lead the way. By example, set the standard, do the work, have the tough conversation, put yourself first. This is going to be a season of, of sacrifice for most. Most businesses, high-level professionals, high-earning people. I know high-earning people. I'm talking a lot of money. Taking pay cuts right now to save, to have investable capital for the future. Lots of people are in it right now. You see, you have to have a vision longer term than Friday. You have to have a vision longer term than 2023. You have to be able to see five years out, 10 years out. You can't plan for it all, but you have to be able to see it. You have to be able to get past that next paycheck and understand that the sacrifice today will pay you later. Whether that is financially, physically, emotionally, or spiritually, you have to be willing to invest in yourself, your job, your business, your team, your family. These are investable decisions. Sacrifice was not the right word. You have to be able to invest. Lots of people are failing at this because they want it all right now. I want it right now, this year, today. The ones, who, the ones who can see through this to the other side, two years, three years, five years, eight years down the road, they will win. They will win. Whatever you're avoiding, stop avoiding it. Never stop building.